This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. Place to be Wrestling Network fans, welcome back to the fourth episode of the Starflation podcast, the podcast that looks at the five-star uh, rankings of matches, throws it out the window and inflates everything to the brand new, wonderful seven-star scale. This is not an endeavour I can do alone. As always, I have come with my two intrepid co-hosts. First up, is the man who's currently unmuted on Skype. It is my fellow special relation, Ben Locke. Ben, good evening. How the devil are you? It's only going to last a while, Callum. Don't worry, I'll be muted again shortly. Yes, very well. Good evening, everybody. Uh, please don't mute. It is, it, we, need your, we need your valuable, valuable contributions to oh, yeah, this one. As I've said before, when you, when you think like pure Japanese wrestling, I'm, I'm your man. Absolutely, absolutely. And it is another trip into the unknown. Um, an unknown that was found by uh, the next co-host who had, who undertook through, without being asked, just through the, the, the kindness of his own heart, went through to find us a, 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 a link to all the matches on the list that we'll be doing for the time period of this podcast. He is the one and only Logan Crosland. Logan, good evening afternoon for you yeah it is a beautiful afternoon uh beautiful temperature everything's beautiful uh and i destroyed many of my uh many of my eyeball powers by uh looking up all those matches one late night as i was bored and just really wanted to help out the pod so um my eyes will suffer almost for the rest of my life uh because of it but i was happy to do it <laughs> i I, I'm, I'm well. We are happy that you that you did do it, and we are glad that you helped out the podcast because you were bored and not because you wanted to. So thank you for that. Well, I wanted to too, but it was just it was also boredom. So, <laughs> so. <laughs> I couldn't fall asleep one night. What can I say? I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, well, hopefully these matches that or the match that we will be uh, discussing tonight won't make you fall asleep either. It shouldn't, as it has been rated five stars by Dave Meltzer. But um, as I briefly mentioned at the at the top of the show, there um, for those who haven't listened before, um, this uh, I, I we, we hope is a fairly straightforward concept. We're looking at matches that happened before Okada Omega Four in June 2018, which was the first star, and so far only, I believe, to be given seven stars by Dave Meltzer. And we're going back to um, see if we can adjust, potentially adjust, the previous five-star matches for Starflation. We have given um, Austin and Bret Hart from WrestleMania 13 the full seven. Um, We watched uh, the Dragon Gate six-man from uh, Ring of Honor. I believe we gave that we went in the middle there with six stars and we kept Vader and uh, the Great Muta from the G1 in 1991. We kept that at five stars. That was a, they, Those have all been bangers so far, as you can imagine. Um, 
This one that we are watching tonight comes from Destruction in Kobe 2014. So we are back with New Japan. It is Hiroshi Tanahashi, the ace of New Japan Pro Wrestling, against the recently returned Katsuyuri Shibata, um, which is very timely because as we're recording, Shibata is wrestling Orange Cassidy on AEW Rampage this very evening, a match that I know that um, Ben uh, is is looking forward to tonight. So, Ben, brief thoughts. Will we be discussing uh, uh, Shibata Cassidy at some point in the future on this podcast? Um, probably not for this podcast. Now, I might mention it in the future because I don't think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a very good match, but I don't think we're going to. I don't think it's going to be touching five stars or above. Let's put it that way. I, I do feel it's a bit of a clash of clash of styles there, but we don't know. Who knows? We Orange Cassidy might um, turn into turn into a, a, a shooter for all we know. Well, he had the banger with he had the banger with uh, Osprey at Forbidden Door, so I've got I've got high hopes. Well, I hope I hope it pulls through for you, Ben. I, I, I truly do. I truly <laughs> do. Um, so we've had to go. With, Logan has has scoured the internet for these matches. We have found it on a Japanese site BillyBilly dot com. Um, so the link is in the show notes for you. Now we will be starting from six minutes and forty nine seconds on the. Uh, on the the time there so whilst you're looking for that you can load that up I will give a brief history and now this history comes thanks to an article I found on tjrwrestling.net published in November 2020 Um, so I'll just quickly run through this gents if uh, if you don't mind Uh, two important details you need to know uh, about this match is they both relate to how Hiroshi Tanahashi is New Japan's version of John Cena Uh, firstly Tanahashi is New Japan's rock their lifer the man that carried the company on his shoulders he saved it from the brink of death in the late 2000s and early 2010s and is crucial uh, to their transformation from arguably the third biggest wrestling company in Japan and a distant third at that to the second biggest wrestling company in the world um, Tanahashi sacrificed so much for New Japan, put on insane performances on a regular basis, and he always put the company's interests before his own, very much like John Cena. Uh, second is, uh, is that, like Cena, Tanahashi is the perennial hero. He never shows genuine anger, doesn't cut corners, or do anything that would otherwise display any sort of villainy. No matter what happens, Tanahashi always behaves like the good guy. There is one person that can force Tanahashi to make an exception to these rules, and that is, handily for this match, Katsuyori Shibata. Uh, Back in the early 2000s, Tanahashi, Shibata and uh, some guy called Shinsuke Nakamura were dubbed the new three musketeers of New Japan. They were meant to be rookies that could carry the brand into the 21st century, much like how the original three musketeers, Hashimoto, Chono and Keiji Muto, made New Japan insanely popular and financially successful in the 1990s. In essence, these were New Japan's version of the OVW4, John Cena, Randy Orton, Batista and Brock Lesnar. Not bad company. Uh, 2007, Shibata left New Japan and pro wrestling in general to pursue a career in MMA. Uh, many felt that he abandoned uh, many in New Japan pro wrestling felt he abandoned them in their darkest hour unfortunately for him his MMA career didn't pan out very well whilst Brock Lesnar was an, excuse me, an insanely successful draw in MMA despite having relatively few matches Shibata went 4-11-1 um, so a slightly better record than one Phil CM Punk uh, 
That venture was considered a flop and returned, and he returned to New Japan in 2012. There was one person that was absolutely furious with him when he did that, and that was Tanahashi. Um, Tanahashi felt that Shibata betrayed New Japan and walked back in there like nothing happened. They didn't cross paths for two years because there was still some people in New Japan that wanted the company to involve MMA to some degree. Um, Shibata was often thrown in matches in, into matches with other MMA-orientated um, fighters um, and didn't face off against actual uh, pro wrestlers until um, recently before that when he found himself in Tanahashi's crosshairs. They had one match earlier in the year in the G1, uh, but this match um, is the culmination to a, a good few years of... Um, Possibly sounds as if real animosity between the two. So um, this is a this is a, a Japanese match that we can that we finally have some have some backstory to. Um, so I felt that was uh, I felt that was was necessary. So I do apologise um, if you fell asleep there, Logan, and you can probably go back to making another list of these if you wish. No, that was great. <laughs> I, I really liked the backstory. No. That's awesome. Uh, no, so I think I feel it was. Uh, I, I, um, I was. I, I, you know. With these Japanese matches, because you don't watch it all the time, if I can find backstory, I certainly, I certainly will. Um, but I feel that's uh, that's enough time to to set the scene. So this is this is um, a big big match feel here, and you can see uh, from here that there is, seems to be quite a large uh, quite a large um, crowd in uh, for this one. So shall we shall we carry on, gents? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So. Uh, we are going to start uh, Katsuyori Shibata versus Hiroshi Tanahashi in 3, 2, 1, play. So. The, the beautiful zoom in for all uh, yeah. New Japan matches of the modern yeah. day. That is great. Mm-hmm. And I will uh, admit that a lot of these modern New Japan matches that we'll be watching will be on Billy Billy. So, um, okay. A lot of the classic ones are on YouTube uh, that we will go through, but um, more more of these new, uh, G1 Climax matches that have been for, like, you know, the 2010s, probably going to be on this website. <laughs> so that's, this is not the last time we'll be on Billy Billy. That's BillyBilly.com. <laughs> so I've seen a few, I've seen a few Tanahashi matches in my time. I can't say I've seen a lot of Shibata, but I've heard a lot about him. And the stuff that I've seen, um, yeah, it's I, I I I don't see how his MMA career uh, could have been a flop. Obviously, coming against proper fighters probably didn't help. Um, but <laughs> it is I, I saw one today where he kicked a guy square in the forehead. Ooh, oh, that was just a job. He also comes from the Austin school of ring trunks, which I greatly approve of. Mm. Oh, God. Bloody hell. Oh. I, I really think we should re- rename this podcast as the Ooh Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> ben, ben Callum and Logan just make noises. The Ooh Cast. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of with you. Uh, Callum, I, I'm not real schooled in Shibata, but I've seen quite a few Tanahashi matches. I feel like when I got into New Japan, Shibata had suffered his injury that kind of took him out for a few years. So, um, 
I think I missed him. But oh my god! What the hell? And Christ Almighty! Wow! <laughs> Jesus! What the hell? He's not holding back at all. This is a blood feud. <laughs> well, that is. It's the Japanese equivalent of the chop fest, the the forearm fest, the the, the European <sighs> uppercuts. William Regal would be would be pleased. But yeah, this is uh, the the backstory is given this context as to why it looks as if they genuinely want to like elbow the man in the brain. Oh my god! Not quite, not just the forehead, the actual brain. Mm-hmm. They're beating the shit out of each other. He, he wants to, he wants to reach through his forehead and freaking hit his cortex and everything. So yeah. Vicious bump to the outside there. Charlotte's a big fan of this match so far. She's commenting in the background. What? <laughs> I, I ask her. Ask her at the end what she would give her. Right, I, <laughs> I want. I want. I want an extra star rating, please. It, it's, it's something that may be along the lines of no, 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 no. she thinks it's going to be that good already. Mm-hmm. The match has only just started. I know. She's a big fan of uh, Japanese wrestling. She watches in her spare time. Oh, yeah, that didn't feel good. She eats Cheerios and watches Japanese matches in the morning. Oh, I mean, what, what, better way, what better way to do it, exactly? <laughs> Diet. I love the security guard and, like, the lucha mask. I know. I was going to say, I love the commitment. That, can, we, can, we, can we also just draw attention to that lady on the front row who's basically doing the ooh noises with her hand <laughs> That was awesome. They were just teeing off on each other and they were obviously reaching close to the 20 count and they were like, oh shit, and both rolled back in. <laughs> that was great. They haven't hit one wrestling move. No. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I'm not sure Sean Kidd would be a fan, big fan of this. There's been a lot of strikes. So. <laughs> to be fair, there, there has been a lot of limb work. It's just the limb has been the forehead. And or the jaw. <laughs> and or the jaw. The <laughs> limb has been working over the man's face. Sean Campbell should love this. It's, 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 expert, it's expert facial limb work. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> it is me. Serious podcast. Come on! Don't ever say that. Oh, here we go. We finally have a wrestling move. Yay! Figure four. We are five minutes into this match already. (laughs) It's the first wrestling move and it's a figure four. And it virtually came out of almost nowhere. (laughs) He just kind of tripped him and locked it in. I think we're going to get a slap fest to you about little things. Those are some Brutal-looking teeth there from Cerbata. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Oh, here we go. None of your shit today, Mr. Tanahashi. No. He should go for the figure eight. He would tap in an instant. <laughs> oh. Right. <laughs> Oh, do we have to bring her into the conversation? I didn't say anything. I just said figure eight. Mm. <laughs> yes. 
the favorite move of that one. <laughs> oh, oh, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He didn't do the stupid American thing of locking it in, which also equally hurts him. He actually rolled to the rope. <laughs> Are you not you're not a fan of the old reversal? I I just feel like it probably hurts the guy actually delivering the other half than the <laughs> I mean it hurts both, but I feel like it it probably you know. I was listening to thingy. I was listening to a podcast. I can't remember what it was. Can't remember what one it was when they were talking about that. And he goes, "How how does that actually hurt the other person?" And the only thing they could come up with was, "You're basically rolling over, and your foot is in their groin. That's the only reason it could hurt them." <laughs> well, you're, I mean, if you push off enough, you're like bending their knee back, but like, yeah, you know, ooh, ooh, ooh. That's how I'm going to get into bed tonight. Just a big, just a big front flip. The state of my back tonight, I might be at that. <laughs> yeah, so you might need to get in the way that to readjust yourself. Oh, do you remember when thingy, when uh, um, Bubba Ray and the, uh, the, the, the um, invasion and his hardcore title run era? Oh, Jesus. Uh, remember he always used to go for the, the, the senton off the second rope and miss it every single time? Mm. You should yep. do that tonight, Ben. That might actually that might actually sort you out. <laughs> back, back in. Yeah, get it. Just die. Yeah, Callum. Something tells me if you did that, it won't fix your situation with the good lady. So no, no. <laughs> she needs to live her life too, and then there's me doing wrestling moves as I get in the bed at night. Oh, God. <laughs> My God! No. Jesus. Oh. It's like, okay. I, oh. Like, if you did that out in the street, you'd be put in the jail. And the other person would be absolutely. Oh, oh no. His head bounced. It did. That was not good. Like, <laughs> I, I understand how you can sort of pull a regular drop kick, but he's in the air. Like he's either he's either like you can't control that. Like if you're in the air and you've you've overshot that, you're hitting the guy in the face. That's the oh, bloody hell. The, the head station drop kick is one of my favourite moves. It always does look good for sure. Except the one that we talked about on the Dangerous Alliance pod last night, where uh, Tom <laughs> Zink almost killed Bobby Eaton. Ooh. Was that part 47 or 48 of the pod? I think it was 52, actually. Oh, okay. Oh, I've missed a few. And you're only still in December of 91. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's match by match. Each episode is a match. <laughs> so. Did you see somebody there in the crowd with a face mask on six years early? <laughs> They're a time traveller. They knew But it's clearly just going for the holds here, and hopefully that's going to cut the monster. I'm afraid. That is an absurdly long boom, like there. I was going to say <laughs> that was something. 
<laughs> I was thinking that was something else for a minute, but it was. Is, is that a real? Are you are you trying to get close to the action, or are you just pleased to see me? <laughs> oh, he just hit right in the face again. Oh. Do you like stiff strikes, or do you just like being stiff? <laughs> 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 look at the look at these look at these ladies in the front row just enjoying themselves. Just I think that one on the right is an Alabama fan. She has that like uh I forget the houndstooth print that they all they all, all those jackasses from Alabama wear. <laughs> it's a certain right. pattern. Not like not like us us proper Mississippi State fans, am I right? Oh. <laughs> Go state. Go team. MSU, MSU. There you go. <laughs> hey, Callum, if, I don't know if you heard it yet, but the last of the uh, impact zone, um, Logan and uh, Logan and Jake educated me on baseball, which was quite the fa- fascinating chat. Oh, were you watching the World Series? Uh, no, we were watching that. We were watching the baseball match. Oh. Did you know the Yankees were not from San Diego? They weren't. No. Oh, that's a. Uh, oh my God! Oh, oh! <laughs> he just punted him in the chin. After the stiffest, after after one of the stiffest suplexes you've ever seen. Hey, Logan, you may be able to tell me this one. I think I, you you have possibly watched more. I've not watched a lot of Japanese wrestling, uh, especially recently. You know, given Will Osprey's at the top, um, I. I, I, the, 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 the Tanahashi matches I've seen, he's never been one. He seems he's been he's a bit more flashy than just the constant strikes that he's been doing in this match. Is am I right in saying that he does pull? He does tend to go more moves as opposed to punching a man in the face. Yeah, he's or, more he's more of a finesser, I'd I'd say, than he is like a like a strike yeah he's this is definitely a feud thing that, where he's just really laying in on him i mean if he needs to go there in a regular match against you know okada or whoever oh my god which i'm sure he has a deep-seated rivalry with and there's a lot of story to that as well but i think you know if he needs to go there he will but this this is like he does a lot more of this like high-flying stuff when but he's regular like, wrestling. like this yeah so i'd say sleep oh god that always just uh, that can't feel good in any way. No. There's, I mean, there is things, there is things that I had a, I had a conversation. I was out watching Red Zone on Sunday night just past. Oh yes. At at a local at a local bottle shop, um, and they, they were talking about they were, I the running joke in in our football group is that I'm a I I prefer the XFL to the NFL, um. So we were talking about the XFL, and I said it was Vince McMahon's greatest creation. Uh, and then a man had said, oh, the wrestling, you know that's fake. And I went, no, fucking no shit, Sherlock. I know him about, I know him a few, I know him a few drinks deep, but Jesus Christ. Um, and I said, it's predetermined, actually, not fake. And then, because you look at that, and the, 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 point I'm, the, the, the point I'm trying to make very, very slowly is that there's some things that, just always look as if they hurt. Mm. You can't fake. You go and fucking ribs first and man's two, man's two knees. Mm-hmm. There's no way that you can cushion that blow. It's yeah. just disgusting every time. 
and punting a man in the face, as we've seen as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, and like a really well laid in forearm to the chin. Like I know it probably doesn't hurt as bad as it looks, but it definitely still hurts. Yeah. Well, like the thingy, they um, they were talking about um, Scott and JT were talking about uh, Jericho punching Shawn Michaels' wife on mm-hmm. the SummerSlam one, and they were talking about how Jericho punched her in the right place that yeah. it would swell up but wouldn't knock her out. I'm like, it's still fucking hurt. <laughs> you're still getting punched in the face that like you're getting a fat lip. I mean... It's, he's, still, it's, he's, still, it's still somebody who's not trained to take a punch yeah. take a punch. Yes, it, I mean, it was still... It was not, it's not exactly going to tickle her. <laughs> he's getting, she's still getting punched in the face. Not like, Wouldn't it be me? Freaking jaw jacked. Yeah. There's a reason Sean comes out the next month and beats the absolute mess <laughs> out of him. <laughs> and then somehow he still wins the world title by the end of the night. That's the great that's the great thing about that night. No, it's not like punk to lose the title without actually losing the title, is it? Fucking modern day Sean Michaels. <laughs> now, now, Callum, he would take that as a gigantic insult. How dare you? But mostly because he's a Loathsome prick. <laughs> John Cena, you're becoming the New York Yankees. Well, Phil Brooks, you're becoming Sean fucking Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not salty. Me and you were there. Logan, you might be on it as well. The first rampage. We were all for the I was all for the yeah, comeback. Yeah, yeah. I was there for, I was there for all out as well. I was all for it. Thank I mean, I hate, I, I hate, I still hated him, but it was a good move for the company. Like, it's great to bring him in, and it was a big thing. So, yeah. Oh, were you never a fan? I, I just don't like him as a human being. He's done a lot but, of interviews, and I just don't like how he comes off in a lot of them. So, history, history will rewrite it, but it was only into those last three months where things went wrong, basically. Exactly. Over something that fairly innocuous. It was, it was something fairly innocuous that could have been sorted out <laughs> in the back. Oh my god! What a slap! <laughs> Nothing like a good palm strike. No. Right to the freaking temple. Can I just say, Tanahashi's here. Fantastic. Magnificent. That is magnificent. And still magnificent today. Oh yes. Here of the night goes to goes to Tanahashi. <laughs> We don't do those kind of awards on this podcast. No, but we should. Every time Tanahashi's in a match, we're going to give him hair of the night. Hair of the night. <laughs> Beautiful mane that young, although, that young man has. Although I am liking, oh, he's going for a go, go to sleep there. He was. Speak to CM Punk. <laughs> although Shibata is rocking the Mikel Arteta, which I can get on board with. You have to explain who that is for Logan. Oh my god almighty! Oh, oh yeah! Oh Jesus! Like, oh, I brought a tear. Also, nothing good like life. a good shotgun dropkick to the <laughs> face. Oh, that brought Jesus. a tear to my bloody hell. My god, what's, disgusting. This, what's this going to be? With a tear in my eye, I can't see because it swelled up. <laughs> I was expecting something a little bit more rock and roll than a crossbody then. <laughs> hey, that time he hit That'll the do. That'll do. Oh, lovely. Hey, yay. 
And look at that. The first time he hits his finisher, wins the match. But now we'll cancel it. Yeah. That's one thing that New Japan does. It's thingy, it protects finishers. It very does. well. Has anyone, I don't think, I think even to this day, or has anyone kicked out the Rainmaker? Maybe one person? I want to say G. White might have kicked out of it. I feel like somebody has at this point, but oh, it's, it's rare. Yeah. Not, it's not a great finisher like the end of days that only Drew McIntyre's was kicked out of. So. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd, I'd, I'd kick out of that clothesline as well, you know it. <laughs> Glorified clothesline. That, that was just that was just for you, Callum. Just so you know. I appreciate that, Sam. I appreciate that. <laughs> well, that may well have been the most brutal match we've watched so far. Hmm. Um, and that's seen some considering we watched one with Vader in it. Yeah, I feel like that one was too short to really yeah. deep dive into Vader's brutalness, but it was it was still good at the same time. But yeah, that was definitely uh, that was definitely the most. Uh, well, I, I'd say uh, Brett and Austin had a pretty good rivalry, but that was the most rivalry that probably had been going into a match so far, and definitely the yeah. most context we've had outside of that one. Obviously, uh, yeah, that sounds fair. The, the the Brett Austin one was was an excellent story, granted for like when you when you think of the the fact that the match was never meant to happen. This has obviously been built up over over a good few years and you I mean they, they, they might have they might have genuine dislike for each other. It could be a Brett Sean thing at this point. We would need to bow down to greater knowledge. Uh Maybe one for maybe one for Chad to to give us some knowledge on. Um, right, well, I, don't if, if yeah, I don't know if you catch Don boys. I think we're going to get something happening. The old handshake of respect. We're going to get a handshake or a freaking strike in the jaw, or a kiss, or a hug, or a hug. Yeah. Oh, there you go. There we go. Good boys. Oh. They have. Well, they they came through at the same time. This is with us. He's, he's like, I will, I will hug you, but I also still want to kick your ass. <laughs> and fight, and fight, and fight, and fight, 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 fight. The Hiroshi Katsushari show. I, I feel that these two are the Zach Morris and AC Slater of New Japan Pro Wrestling. <laughs> Start started off as started off as enemies, and now there's some now there's some respect between them. <laughs> It's alright because it's Shibata in Tanahashi. And I wonder if that makes it, if, does that make the referee or the man in the mask Kelly Kapowski? Uh, the referee is definitely Mr. Building. <laughs> <laughs> Tanahashi stopped calling him preppy at any stage, and we know we're in trouble. <laughs> well, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that one. That was, it made me wince at some points. There was, there was one bit that, that, Put a tear in my eye, the, 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 the drop kick in at the corner. Um Ben, I'll go to you first as as a as a newcomer, uh, relatively speaking, to New Japan Pro Wrestling. What are your thoughts on that one? So I liked it, but I I I wasn't I blow super blown away by it. So if I'm going with what we've rated so far, so mm-hmm. the, the Vader match was our base level, yeah. We gave that five stars. So yes. I, I, I would say that was better than that, but not as good as the new as the uh, Ring of Honor six man tag. So, mm-hmm. like I say, it was it was a proper stiff fest, and I I enjoyed that. But I'm going to go five and a half on it just because I preferred the six man tag just that little bit more. 
Okay, fair fair enough. And uh, Logan, um, uh, the the red the New Japan expert of the podcast. Um, <laughs> what that's, are, a sad, that's a sad state <laughs> of affairs. <laughs> what are what are your what are your thoughts on this one? And what would you what would you rate it? I definitely really enjoyed it. A lot of stiff strikes, uh, as we all love to see. Um, but I, I kind of agree with Ben. I, I wanted there to be just a little bit more of a gear, uh, a little bit somewhere in there. And so I, I think five and a half is a good uh, place to put it. Um, I, I definitely enjoyed it. but And it's definitely five stars, definitely uh, in that range. But I, I'll go slightly above that one as well and go five and a half. Okay. Good stuff. Um, now, uh, just before I give my rating, did uh, either of you guys keep it keep the match rolling after that for a brief bit? Because uh, something I've never seen, he's going up the uh, ramp um, and fans are giving him towels so he can wipe his face, throw it back, and they have got a Tanahashi towel with his sweat on it. I mean, Lovely. There's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's, there's a memento to bring back with home with him. Yes. Absolutely. I'm, I'm going to I'm going to clone Tanahashi. How you how how was how was you <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm I am right in the I'm right in the in the same ballpark as as you guys. Um, it was nice that we had some uh, form of backstory, um, to really understand because I don't think, uh, yeah, that helped for sure. Yeah, I don't think it would necessarily. It might just have come across as a, a your bog standard hard hitting, uh, New Japan match had we not had that. Um, so. It was uh, that, that sort of added added context to it, uh, but I think I, I'm in the same ballpark as you guys. It it was better than Vader Muto. It wasn't as good as the um, the Ring of Honor six man, in my opinion as well. So five and a half uh, all across the board there. Uh, so we have it has been slightly starflated, um, adjusted for starflation, or should I say? Um, so yes. So thank you very much again. Uh, Guys, and uh, thanks again, Logan, for finding finding that uh, that that match on uh, the depths of Japanese internet. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> so we will go to you first, Mister Crosland. What have you got going on for the good people of Place to Be Nation? Um, just a bunch of stuff, honestly. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I've got the Danger Pod. We just recorded the next two episodes of that, uh, number seven and eight, as opposed to number fifty-two that I said earlier. Um, but uh, number seven should be coming out uh, fairly soon. I think it comes out this weekend, actually. Um, YouTube Roulette. We're supposed to record the next episode of that. Uh, like Ben was talking about earlier, the Turning Point episode of Highway to the Impact Zone came out, um, and I recorded a new pod with Andy on Monday where we're covering a uh, modern day uh, NXT. We kind of went through the roster and thought, gave our thoughts on people, uh, the people on the roster and where we thought they were going, where they may, may be headed, where they've been, all that kind of stuff. And that one's going to be called who's next. But uh, yeah, that was a fun one to record, but that's pretty much what I got going on right now. Oh, wonderful. I'm looking forward to the, looking forward to the, to the new pod. Uh, one person who's not looking forward to the new pod is <laughs> not Ben Locke, but Brett the Hitman Hart, because who's next was that, was that jackass Bill Goldberg. Bill Goldberg. Bill Goldberg. Bill Goldberg. Three million dollars. Um, I'm sure uh, one person that is looking forward to it um, is Ben, so he can see the next batch of guys that AEW are probably going to steal um, when their contracts up. Uh, only joking, Ben. Please don't, please don't hit me, um, Ben. <laughs> what, ben, what have you got going on for the good people? 
I will have a spare ten minutes so I can listen to how great a wrestler Mandy Rose is. Honest, 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 Indian, honest. Have, uh, sorry, have sorry, you listened sorry. to Have you listened to the latest main event by any chance? No. <laughs> Do they go in on it? Uh, Scott does because Mandy Rose was rated four places higher than Camille in the PWI Women's One Fifty. Oh my God! What? <laughs> Mandy Rose. I'm not as big a Camille lover as other people that we know, but what? <laughs> Mandy Rose was like 21, and it was Mandy Rose was 20 or 21, and Camille was 24, and Cascolo goes off on a legendary rant because oh, because right. Taya Taya Valkyrie was 10th, and obviously because it's oh, sort God. of a because it's a kayfabe. Thing. I don't agree with that either. Yeah. But because it's because <laughs> it's a, because it's a kayfabe thing, um, he's like Taya Valkyrie's tenth. Camille beat her twice, has beat her clean twice. So how can she be ranked fourteen places lower? He's got a point. So, but it's, if if you have if you've got a spare, I would say ten minutes. Give give yourself about twenty five because it's an epic epic rant. He goes off on one. I'm a, give, I'm a, give that a listen. Am I going to need a cigarette after? Is that what you're telling me? You might do. <laughs> okay. He, he, he's slightly calmer on last week's Saturday special, but certainly the, the main event from this time last week, as we're recording, <laughs> epic rant. Give that a listen. Superb. I will. I will. Uh, as for me, uh, you can catch me here on the uh, wrestling feed doing chicken salad with these two fine gentlemen on this call. Um, we are recording... Survivor Series 2003 at some stage this month. We've the latest episode that's out there is uh, Halloween Havoc '92 that we all do with Tim Capel. Um, as I keep saying on all the pods I've been on since then, uh, listen for the pod, but also listen for Callum's excellent um, documentary. I would call it on uh, coal mining in Pennsylvania. We all we all learned something. I felt well. I, I, it's good to know. I, I think the people need to know that. What Scranton is famous for? People <laughs> think it's people think it's paper. It's actually coal, <laughs> coal mining. And also on the pop feed, me and Logan did a very spooky edition of Popcorn Chicken Salad, uh, where we watched Scary Movie, which had quite possibly the best uh, pre-credit scene I've ever pre-credit warning I've ever heard from Sky, where some where basically were warning everybody that some of the views and characters in this film were outdated. I I don't know where they got that from, Logan. I, I thought it was a very uh, you know very modern twist on films. Very very weird uh, w- weird thing to, to throw in there. I was very taken aback by that for sure. <laughs> yeah, there was nothing there was nothing in there that could be deemed racially or uh, you know racially insensitive or you know. Taking the taking the Michael out of certain groups. No, there was nothing like that. Definitely not. Whatever could you mean? I know, right? I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, Doofy's just a perfectly reasonable character. He's just he's got a very sweet heart. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. I feel like if you can't see the good in that, then I, 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 that's your problem. That's all exactly. I'm going to say. Exactly. Uh, well, before we get kicked off the air, I feel like it's probably best time to move on. Um, I have nothing else on the... No, if I, I do, sorry, apologies, I do. Um, I was actually on the last episode of NWA Croc and Roll after a brief hiatus from myself where we looked at um, the uh, Great American Bash 1986 um, where we had some 
where we had uh, discussed some uh, underwhelming and overwhelming matches um, from that from the, from the from the tour of eighty six. Um, the the special relations uh, will be coming back, as we have been saying. Um, a lot's changed since the last time we had a had a proper episode of the special relations, Ben. Um, I think we'll probably need to go over that at some point. Um, yes, there's been there's been changes of thought. <laughs> changes. Um, but yes, so there is the special relations will be coming back, and as as Ben said and Logan said, we've got the uh, the the um, chicken salad uh, coming up for. Uh, Survivor Series 2003 with uh, a match that's in my top 40 of the GWWE, which I'm sure we can all agree on is a banger, can't we, Ben? So look forward to that. Um, also, the uh, the streaming platforms, uh, twitch.tv forward slash place to be nation, uh, the brand new uh, actual um URL for youtube.com forward slash at place to be nation. Uh, you have to put the at in there um, for some reason, but it's at place youtube.com forward slash at place to be nation uh, on that one. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash PTBN live and PTBN YouTube on Twitter. Uh, but that is everything from me. So um, all I can say now is thank you once again, gents, for uh, joining uh, joining me on this journey into the five star classics of yesteryear. Um, and thank you all once again for listening. And we will see you again next month for episode number five. <laughs>